When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Dallas Cowboys' decision for QB1 versus the Eagles. Me. And the Warriors' punishment of Draymond Green. We'll have the latest on that, too. The culture has been damaged, Steve Kerr said. Let's go! The culture is Steph Curry. Long drive by Nick Castellanos. Oh, wait. <laughs> Let's start with baseball. Every angle of Jordan Alvarez's home run is amazing. The ball just pulverized, etherized. The ball ceased to exist. Orange crush at the ballpark. So how the Mariners blew this, does the off day today make it better or worse as far as recovering from this? And how... Can this carry a team like the Houston Astros? Clinton Yates around the horn to you. What did we just witness? I think what we just witnessed is something that has a bigger potential to crush the Mariners than it does to carry the Astros. That's a team with playoff experience and knows what they're doing, as evidenced by Jordan Alvarez and his free-swinging style. But for Scott's service, I'm sorry. I know that it might not be a you decision only. I know it might be more of a front office thing when it comes down to what the matchups are. But you simply cannot sacrifice a lefty-on-lefty situation for that just to say you did it when you've got a guy who's not even a reliever who steps in there and is not even a good personal matchup. I thought it was a bad decision Mm. first guessing it at the time, and it immediately was a problem. I will give credit to Pena for getting on base and continuing that inning, but that at the time looked idiotic, and sure enough, it did not work out. Lights out for for the Mariners now after a loss like that. Is that what you're saying? I don't. I'm not saying that it's lights out, but what you had to do in a short game, short series, again, we're still in the five-game setters. You had to get up early on a team that you know is better than you are, and it was happening on the road. That's a devastating loss, I believe, to them as far as morale is concerned. Courtney Cronin, what did we just witness? Well, we witnessed the Mariners doing exactly what they needed to do against Justin Verlander. But like Clinton said, I think it's an indefensible decision for Scott Service. I mean, when we see how good Jordan Alvarez is against lefty pitchers and how he's owned uh, Robbie Ray all season long, he hit 833 against him. So why going with the conventional matchup here instead of taking a, like a deeper dive into the numbers? It doesn't make any sense to me. And also, we know that Paul Sewald has been struggling ever since that Toronto game. So I don't really know why before Ray was put in there that he didn't go with Eric Swanson, who had been you know, holding lefties to a 200 average all season. Frank Solo, what did we just witness? You know, it's funny. With the Mariners, you were thinking there's a special quality to them. Maybe this is going to be a magical <laughs> run. And it seemed like with one pitch, it kind of ended because he absolutely mm. demolished that ball. And I love the visual of his teammates already on the first baseline before he even left the batter's box. But I think for the Mariners, it's crushing. And this is the thing about, these, about managers. I know you bring in a guy that won the Cy Young last year, but it seems like when they get to postseason baseball, they start to manage differently than they do in the regular season. And I get it for a Game 7 winner-take-all that's different. But for Game 1, it just didn't seem like the right move. And that ball by Alvarez is still traveling as we speak. Are you willing to say lights out for Seattle? This series is over after that one swing. N- 
No, it's one game, yeah. and they're off today, so yeah. this whole momentum thing, I'm not... L. Duncan, what did we witness? Yeah, what we witnessed is the perils of dating someone young, right? Like, you can remember that. They're kind of unpredictable. They're very streaky. It's super fun at times. And then all of a sudden, they do something really stupid, like start doing parkour while you're walking into the restaurant for your date. And that's exactly what the <laughs> that's a very situation specific was. Example. You're like, oh, God, that's right. Yes. You're a child. Yeah. You have no experience in this situation. And so you're just literally making this up as you go along. That's what we witnessed. The Astros have been to five straight CSs for a reason. Like, they've got the experience, and the Mariners just did something really, really unconscionable, yes, but we've sort of seen that in the same way that Seattle now becomes the first team in postseason history to overcome a four-run lead and then blow one in back-to-back games. It goes back to that streakiness of being young and dumb and fun, but also crazy. Not a lot of walk-off home runs in playoff history. Not a lot of bottom of the ninth when you're trailing home runs in in baseball history. And... In the history of baseball, does anybody know how many home runs walk-off variety while trailing by multiple runs there were in Major League Baseball history? It rhymes with hero. Two. There were zero until Jordan Alvarez yesterday. Very well done. Clint I was at the Joe Carter game, if that means anything. Well. Carter, Carter was one was run there. behind, and it was, it was a it was yeah. proven home. But yeah. <laughs> we move on. Draymond Green, fined by the Golden State Warriors, but not suspended. And now we know he will return to the team and play in the Warriors' final preseason game Friday and then play in the season opener next week. While disclosing the team discipline, Steve Kerr called it the biggest crisis the Warriors have gone through since he's been there. Quote, our culture has been damaged, end quote. And he also said he involved Jordan Poole and Steph Curry in the conversations about what Green's punishment could be. Frank Isola is two preseason games missed and a week away from the team. The right punishment? I'm shocked by the decision. I thought for sure he would get multiple games. Draymond Green got suspended one game for hurting Kevin Durant's feelings. Here he's taking a punch at a teammate, and they're not going to give him anything. We've seen the video of it. So on opening night, Draymond Green's going to be there to get his ring from the commissioner of the sport. And I think back to Mari Stoudemire being suspended for a playoff game which cost Phoenix Patrick Ewing with the Knicks for stepping out onto the court. Here you have video of somebody throwing a punch, and spare me with it happens all the time. I talked to a lot of NBA people, a lot of 90s Knicks. All they did was fight at practice. They've never seen anything like that. We all like Draymond Green, totally out of line. To me, the league had to come down, or at least the Warriors had to come down on him harder than that. Well, could the league come down on him? I, I guess in theory they could. It's just such, for TNT, it's great. They have opening night. They have Draymond Green, ring night, Charles Barkley, and you're going to get the Lakers there as well. But it seems a little odd that he's going to be playing basketball on that night considering the punch that he threw at Jordan. L. Duncan, two preseason games missed and a little time away from the team. Is that the right punishment here? Did Steve Kerr say that this is the biggest crisis to face us in jest? Are we sure that it wasn't in jest? Because they were up 3-1 in a whole-ass series. So, like, that's probably – I think he means the worst PR crisis. Because guess what, guys? The facade is off. We now know that the Warriors are not the three best friends that anyone can have. People hate finding out that their cast of characters, that these teams that we've sort of, you know, made heroes, don't like each other. They don't like finding that out. At the end of the day, if the Warriors are the ones saying that that punishment is enough, to your point, Frank, I think it says a lot more about KD that he was punished for calling him a B-word than it does about whether or not he deserved it than it does with Jordan Poole. Because at the end of the day, if the team says that that's enough, then that's enough. Why do we not take them at their word? 
Well, they did call it the worst crisis, though, right? So the, the word the is saying crisis. two different things at once, L. Duncan. It's saying this is the worst it's ever been for us, but in the previous no, instance, it was a suspension for a game. Okay, okay. But here's the thing, Tony. Yeah. Just like when my daughter's pre-K teacher told me the other day that she got in trouble for calling another kid an energy vampire, I swore to her that I was disgusted with that behavior and I would address it yeah. with Eva, but secretly I laughed because I've called her that. So I think Steve Kerr is saying that publicly so that they can get away with not not actually it's possible them. these are two different scenarios, though, L. Possible that Poole and Draymond Green are going to have to play in the NBA together, whereas the vampire energy, uh, whatever that was, uh, well, we could just, you know, color somewhere else in the room. Clinton Yates, how about you? I think the reason why this is such a crisis for this team is that it's ongoing. Whether or not the punishment is up to snuff with what anybody thinks should be the case for what he did, which was inappropriate or not, is not the point here. This boat still has to keep sailing, and that's what Kerr is talking about with everything all exposed in terms of the fact that they clearly not only don't like each other, but two guys gunning for the same contract money are literally coming to fisticuffs in practice. He's going to have to answer to that every single time any little thing comes up. I completely understand why this is such a big deal for him because you do not want to have to talk about this all season and now he has no choice so, the finals are one thing you're right. already in the finals they haven't even started the season and this is already so a huge since issue. it's such Major a big deal do you think the there should have been more of a punishment a suspension of regular season game I don't think that the punishment is irrelevant, but I do think that the problems that this creates are going to be well beyond whether or not Draymond is with the team on any specific night or Courtney not Cronin yeah, I think that Steve Kerr and Bob Myers have made it clear they're more upset about the video getting leaked and put out there than they were an altercation that happened in practice. And very clearly, you know how the Golden State Warriors feel about any sort of practice assault. Very different than how the Chicago Bulls felt when they suspended Bobby Portis eight games in 2017 for clocking Nikola Miritich. And I guess maybe it, it, the threshold is you have to send somebody to the hospital before there's any sort of suspension here. I mean, it just feels like what happened doesn't exist exactly fit what Steve Kerr, as Elle had pointed out to, is calling the biggest crisis that this team has ever faced. Just feels like there's kind of, um, you know, maybe if he was a bench player that he would have been suspended by now. It seems like his star power is kind of saved. Elle Duncan, back in. It's a PR crisis. That's the point. I don't think that Steve Kerr thinks that this is going to hamper them repeating as champions or impede them from their ultimate goal. It's a PR crisis. To your point, Clinton, now they have to answer for it. Every time they go on a losing streak, every time Draymond has a bad game, every time he gives a teammate a look, it's become a PR crisis more so than anything else. In a league in which Twitter runs what everybody thinks about what actual players believe and all of the rampant rumors are all over the place, a PR crisis is as real as any crisis as any NBA team is going to have at this point. And Frank Isola, do you think the Warriors need to do – what do you think they need to do? What do, will it take to get past well, this? I think they, maybe they left this up to the players, and the players might have decided. But if Steph Curry says, you know what, I'm okay with Draymond Green playing, Patrick Baldwin Jr., who's on a two-way contract, is going to say, nah, I think he probably should be suspended. Once it starts with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, that's how everyone else is going to fall in line. And you, you saying what, if w, I'm Jordan Poole, I'm not All happy. it takes Winning is win. Winning cures all ills, Tony. Winning and cures Courtney all Cronin, ills. You know the best way to move to past, past this? this? Win some games. No one will care. Yeah, I mean, Draymond did what he always does in these sort of moments. He had a very authentic Draymond sort of press conference, 40 minutes addressing this whole situation. I appreciated the honesty that he said he doesn't feel like he can just walk up to Jordan Poole right now. So what he's going to have to do is put the onus on himself to rebuild the trust in that locker room from the vets and the young players and kind of tone it down a little bit. But we know that that's not what makes Draymond great. So like what happened during the 2016 finals, he's going to be walking that fine line trying to 
be something he's not, and I think that that's going to end up playing to their detriment in the end. Frank, you thought this was assault when it happened last week. And we have seen, even in, <laughs> we have even seen in, in different versions in the NFL. I mean, Bobby Wagner had the situation with an invader on the field and whether he would be charged with assault, or at least there was some. And, and Devontae Adams just this past week, uh, an ordinance now going his way over contact with somebody in the workplace. This was a workplace situation. You view it as assault. Yeah, well, what, what Devontae Adams did there, completely out of line. And he should be in trouble for that. Again, with Draymond, we all love him. You can't just let the guy go unpunished. I'm not buying that. We've been doing We're taking a break right here. Buyers still on the other side. Around the Horn is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport, brought to you by Chase. Mike McCarthy indicating today the Cowboys are preparing for Cooper Rush to start Sunday night against the Eagles. Quote, we're preparing for Cooper Rush to start Sunday night against the Eagles. (laughs) At practice today, Dak Prescott could be seen throwing the ball with his left hand. I don't know what that's about. As of our tape time, after practice, he was supposed to throw with some receivers. Courtney Cronin, how do you hear that? And can the Cowboys beat the Eagles with Rush? Well, I'm buying that Dak Prescott is not healthy enough to play against the Philadelphia Eagles. And it makes sense because when you think about the timeline for his surgically repaired right thumb, the initial six weeks minimum would bring them to October 30th, which is still a couple weeks away. And that's when Dallas hosts the Bears. So I think you have to go back to what Mike McCarthy said after the Rams game, that they are a defensive first operation. They are comfortable winning games that way. It's no longer where they're building everything around the quarterback in Dallas. They are a defensive Defensive first team. So as long as they can continue to win this way with Cooper Rush and they've won their last four games, I think they're going to ride that to give Dak as much. So time defense as first. Rush starts Sunday night, and in the final score of the game, who you got? I'm going to take Philly just because mm-hmm. they are riding a hot streak right now and they are at home. Okay. Clinton Yates on the decision, looking like Cooper Rush Sunday night. 
I'm selling the need for this to constantly be an issue when all of the actual quarterback can do is pick up a helmet barely with his right hand. You don't have any other options. Of course you're preparing Cooper Rush to start because it's not like Will Greer is going to walk out of that door. They're winning games. I don't know why we act like this is some big problem right now, okay? If you've got victories, don't worry about that. Can they be Philly that. with Just Cooper Rush, Clint Yates? I think they can be Philly with Cooper Rush. I'll give them that, sure. El Duncan. Yeah, my favorite is like Jerry Jones, like trying to explain to us, like, I want you to visualize spinning a football without the ability of using your thumb. I don't know who he's trying to convince, bruh. We're the one that thought you were crazy. When a few weeks ago, you were like, in my mind, he'll be ready to go in a couple of days. And he still had stitches in his hand. I don't know why he keeps trying to like convince us Dak's not ready. We know, Jerry, the beauty of Cooper Rush is that you don't have to rush Dak back so you can stop updating. And then you get to rush on offense. With the running game you have, and with all that, can the Cowboys beat the Eagles Sunday night out? With that defense, the Cowboys can beat anybody. And Frank Isola. Hell's been workshopping that Jerry impersonation. That is very good. <laughs> Cooper Rush went on the road and beat the Super Bowl champs. Didn't play well, but he played well Monday night against the Giants in New York. Why can't he go on the road? We all know if Dallas wins that game, it's going to be because of their defense. The quarterback just needs to not make mistakes, and they'll have a chance. Baseball now for buy or sell, too. In a best-of-seven series, game three, usually the must-win special. But what is it in, in a best-of-five? Could it be game two tonight? Kershaw, Darvish, is it must-win for San Diego? Last night, game one, Dodgers five, Padres three. Some pressure, bullpen, button pushing by Dave Roberts. Clinton, <laughs> who and what you buy here? I'm buying the Dodgers. I was not there last night. Tonight, I'll be there. I like what Roberts has done in terms of leaving Kimbrell off the playoff roster. He's got Trace Thompson up there, who's looked pretty good in the outfield as well. And in general, the Dodgers do what they do. Clevenger had given up 13 earned runs and 13 innings to that team in the regular season. And they hit, they hit better with runs in, runners in scoring position than any other team in the, in the league. They did that. They got on top of them, and they didn't let it loose. I think the Dodgers showed what they are in terms of depth and in terms of their ability to make right decisions. Courtney Cronin. I'm buying that it's must win for the Padres because when we take a look at these best of five series teams coming back from an 0-2 deficit, it's only happened 10 times in the history of Major League Baseball. So that's not a lot. If they lose tonight, it basically gives them a 7% chance to continue onwards. But I'll buy the confidence that they have in you, Darvish. Last time that he faced the Dodgers, he allowed two hits, struck out nine and seven scoreless, and he looked good five days ago against the Mets. Oh, so you're liking San Diego tonight? Can I, can I put you down for that? It sounds like it. You Frank sure Isola, can. how about you? I don't think we're going to be seeing Bill Plasky for a long time. The Dodgers are going to go really far. Your bullpen comes in last night, four scoreless innings. I get it. San Diego is a terrific team. The Dodgers, just a little bit better. They always beat them. That's what David Ortiz was saying last night. When you go up against the daddy, the daddy knows all your moves, L. Duncan. Is tonight a must win for San Diego? Well, of course. Not if this was a best of seven, but it's a best of five. But to Yates' point, he's been sipping matcha at Chavez Ravine all season long. For those of us that haven't seen the Dodgers, I thought that game was fun. It was like a curtain of mystery for relievers. It was like, who's coming up next? Right. Oh, that's right. You do play for the Dodgers now. What up, Chris Martin? Still appreciate you from last year. Listen, the one question we had for this team, because you have to sort of mince things when you're talking about a historically good team, is what were they going to do in their bullpen? And Dave Roberts showed they've got that under control. All right, Frank Isola, L. Duncan. Front row seats for a showdown between Yates and Clinton. I'm Cronin. out. So is Bill Plaston. Clinton, did it, did it strike anybody else? Clinton seemed surprised the Dodgers could pull together when he wasn't in the house last night. But you will be there tonight. <laughs> it rained. That was the craziest part of the whole tag on. Showdown day. next. What happened there?
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Around the Horn is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Clint Yates, Courtney Cronin, good luck in showdown. Yankees 4, Guardians 1. I'm going to be honest, it was over the second every panelist picked Cleveland in yesterday's show. Garrett Cole doing it in a big spot, and the Donaldson play. Where have you gone, Jeffrey Mayer? What happened to Yankee fans? Clinton, your takeaway from New York's win over Cleveland. The Guardians tried to win playing Yankees baseball. That didn't work out. They only got a homer. Their small ball doesn't work as well against a good defense. I think Tito made a big mistake leaving Quantrill out there for the third time around. The Yankees jumped on it. They didn't have a chance to get back in it. Mm -hmm. Courtney Cronin. No one pimps a home run quite like Josh Donaldson, only to sell it and then get out about two or three seconds later. Heads up to uh, heads up play by Oscar Gonzalez for realizing that ball was still in play. Could have loafed on it, could have given up on it, but he ended up making that play to the throw to first and then getting Josh Donaldson out. Where have you gone, Jeffrey Mayer, I ask again? Come on now. We'll split the point. We'll move on. Two losses in a row consecutively straight. For U.S. women's national soccer, a loss to England and a loss to Spain. Squad missing most of their players. The first time that's happened in five years. Cause for concern, Courtney? Yes and no. Uh, Anytime the U.S. has been in a World Cup year, they haven't been perfect. This happened in 2015 when they lost to France. It happened again in 2019. So I'm not as concerned about the on-field product. But let's remember, the H report came out last week. We cannot act like this is not hanging over all these players right now. Yeah, it'd be cause for concern if there weren't much bigger concerns, not just for the American side, but also for the side that they played in the Spaniards. I'm surprised that they had their heads in this at all. Morale is plummeting for good reason, but at least we're learning something about ourselves and what we should and should not be doing at the youth sports level for girls and everybody else in this country. Showdown three. For our great players and our great fans, welcome to opening night of the 2022-23 NHL season. What's better than this? Good luck to all players. Let's have a great season. Chris Rooney with the exact question I'll ask you. What's better than this, Clinton? I feel so bad for this guy. They wrote some line for him, and all he's trying to do is drop the puck and get through it. Buddy, you got to rewrite your own bits when it comes time (laughs) to do it. Tony knows that because I've done it hosting this show. 
What's better than that would be Emily Kaplan, fellow Around the Horn panelist, doing the puck drop in, maybe injecting some life into the mm. crowd because that was not uh, it. Clint Yates, 30 seconds of FaceTime. Imagine my surprise when I opened my email today to read the words that Major League Baseball is now partnering with a CBD company to promote wellness amongst its players. I was in San Diego a couple years ago at the winter meetings when they first decided that cannabinoids were not going to be a part of what they tested for. And it was stunning then, and it's stunning now that suddenly I get to read the words, official CBD partner of Major League Baseball. Let me tell you something, as a kid that grew up playing baseball in high school, who did a lot of different things, I never expected that to see it from the highest league in the land. Just saying. 23 and a half hour break. See you tomorrow. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. <laughs> 